from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Flame, 
everlasting. Coming with jams on Love Lounge, baby. You better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics. Shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy Town Zone speaking to the grown and sexy. We gon' laugh, cut them and kick it. And at the end, we leave it with just to lift your spirits. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit. Old folks say we dig it. Can't no bitch do what you do. Laugh and Learn. I am your host, Glenn Monroe, along with my beautiful co-host, the one and only who, Mrs. Lauren Hogan, looking lovely today. Hello, Flame. How Girl, are you? Very Indian-ish. Are you celebrating Halloween as an, uh, an indigenous woman? <laughs> um, I'm actually indigenous. Like that's like that's part of my genetic makeup. Uh, so that, that's I, coming out. I today. love the part. Y'all can't see Lauren. Lauren got the mid, the center <laughs> part and her hair to the side. She looks very Pocahontas. Uh, Keisha. So, Polka Keisha. (laughs) Yes. That's my other traits coming out. That's my background. So, that's what you're getting today. Child, this is no makeup. Uh, What's today? Wednesday? Tuesday? Tuesday? Whatever day it is. Yeah. Today is Tuesday. It's the week of Thanksgiving, Lauren Hogan. Are you ready for the holiday? You got your turkey stuffed? You know I don't eat turkey. You don't eat turkey? I do not eat turkey. I had a bad experience as a child, and I do not eat turkey. Have you ever and fried turkey, though, fried turkey is really good, Lauren. I don't like the texture. I can't get with it. And I think I, I had turkey one year at um, Marie Callender's because, like, my dad was always in the fire station, so we would always go to the fire station to celebrate Thanksgiving. I had some Marie Callender's turkey. I think it was a fried turkey, and I was so sick. So it ain't for me. You didn't have you didn't experience the real turkey with the black people dressing because you know you, you have to be. be right. Because, you know, I left to go on vacation and left my kids, but I ordered them dinner from Vons. And my son is a huge dressing fanatic. But the dinner from Vons come with a turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, and stuffing. He said, is this dressing? I said, absolutely not. It is white <laughs> folks stuffing because black folks make dressing. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. I just, I had a bad experience and I haven't been able to come back. I get PTSD every time I see a turkey. So, no, we'll be frying chicken in my house for Thanksgiving. That's what we do. Yes. Well, happy Thanksgiving to all the Flamettes and everyone out there in, in iHeart, Black Effect Network land, because this is Thanksgiving week. Safe travels wherever you're going, but let's get it cracking, backing, and attacking, Lauren. Where are we going? Because you're taking the lead. You're you the top today. I'm the bottom. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. With the day that I had, I don't know I have the energy to do that. Wait a minute. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> get your straps, sister. You're the top. Now, where are we going, Lauren? You're the lead. I- I think we should start off with um, kind of the um, unfortunate events that have happened in the news, and then we can kind of shift to some of the funny and then get into politics. Um, but first and foremost, um, we wanted to talk about Colorado Springs and yeah. send all of our prayers and condolences out to those that lost their lives, um, those family members, those that are injured and are currently still in the hospital. Um it's just another act of senseless violence and proof that we need um, more restrictive gun laws in this country and that, um, you know, the level of violence and the hatred that has just kind of erupted, I think, over these past, what, six years now, it's just, it's continuing to be at an all-time high and it's just unnecessary. So, um, yeah, 
I agree with you, Lauren. Prayers to all involved. And prayers to not only the victims and the people, the family members, but to the heroes that decide to stand up and take the time to fight back. Sometimes that's what we have to do. And when I talked about this on my coffee time the other morning, I said, I bet you the person that fought back was either a drag queen or a trans woman because, baby, we do not mind using our aggression and fighting back. They say the queen stumped that child all in his face and his head. He couldn't even go to court the next day. He was so damaged. And I love that the man who was an ex-military said he went into ex-combat mode. I'm not agreeing with that. He went into daddy mode. His daughter had gotten shot. That was me. If your your dad, Lauren, he may have been an ex-military, but when you see your child, you go into daddy mode. I hate that that happened, and I believe that when all the dust clears and the smoke settles, the the, the killer is probably some self-loathing homosexual who couldn't deal with how he felt. He was very, he was not, I'm not going to say he was unattractive in the face, but his body was unattractive as far as what beauty morphia goes. We, he wasn't the prettiest to look at and he probably just hated who he was and couldn't deal with it. But I fought law enforcement, Lauren, because a year ago, this fool said he was going to blow up his own mama. They got it all on tape and everything. And then y'all allowed him to get a weapon. Talking about it wasn't on paper. But Lauren, as a black person in this country, if I went to go get an AR-15 and I had a clean record, me and Aaron, our producer who's on here, was just talking about that. Girl, they would give me every hiccup and, and railroad and go through the back door and count the marbles in the jar they could. That's why you know things ain't changing. They need to charge all them people in law enforcement because there, there's no way this could have been avoided. And I think it's also interesting, too. I'm going to just draw a comparison. So this happened now almost two days ago. We still have yet to see a photo of this gunman. We haven't Boom. seen a photo of him. Boom. Because if, if, if it was somebody black and brown. Splatted all over the news. Well, that's what I'm saying, because just the previous week, you know, there was a young black man that did, you know, kill three young students at uh, the University of Virginia, I believe. Um, and his face was plastered all over the news. Right. As soon as as soon as an arrest was made, it was plastered all over the news. And we still have yet to see what this individual looks like. And it's been 48 hours. So it's just always interesting, you know, what the narrative is, how, you know, how things come out. When it's one of us versus... Um, and the killer is he's the nephew of a California... Is it a congressman or a statesman or something? He's the nephew of somebody... I didn't know that. Yeah, oh my God. I can't think of the name, but he's a nephew of one of the... Con a sitting congressman, too. Well, that might really be why we haven't seen his face yet. Because appar apparently he changed his name. And they're trying to say that that's part of the reason why they couldn't figure out who he really was in the previous threat because he changed his name. It's just the the... I don't understand all of the, we have to tell you the story and give you this background. Bottom line is he shot and he killed five people and he injured almost 30. So I don't understand what we need all this narrative for. The The facts are the facts. So hope they definitely charge him with a hate crime. But I'm telling you, Lauren, we've been talking, we did a whole episode on this. Y'all keep giving cowards guns. Cowards yeah. guns don't mix. The, yeah. the courage is not to pull the trigger. The courage is to not pull the trigger because you're not getting a gun to kill people. You're getting a gun to make sure nobody hurts you, but people keep getting guns for the wrong reasons. Yeah, no, well, you're absolutely right. So, And I also saw the interview that um, this young black gentleman did and was talking about just how what the atmosphere was and what Club Q represented to the community. It was really a safe space for the LGBTQ community in Colorado Springs. And he was just heartbroken and just was saying that we don't have a space like this was our space and it's just been, you know, ruined.
So it was, it, and it was so tragic, Lauren, because it was the night before the Transgender Day of Remembrance. Yep. And but I love that the trans sister started with Marsha. If Marsha P. Johnson was the blueprint for being the queen, that's gonna take it down. Amen to Marsha P. Johnson. May she rest in peace. Because this is the only thing that they're going to understand. If we don't stand up and fight back, they're going to continue to bulldoze us. I will not be bulldozed. I'm glad that I don't have to work in the space of working in clubs like that. But you never know where it's going to happen. I did drag shows for a living. I never thought about nobody coming and shooting up the place. I was too busy trying to entertain and make money. Right. It is. It is. But it's hate and rage from social media platforms, Twitter and, and stuff like that, of people pushing crazy narratives. But I'm dying to know the, if we ever know, because like you said, we ain't even seen his face. If we ever know the reason of why and and, and how and what. what. What was your reasoning? Because none of that has ever come out. Oh, Ridiculous. It's, and then another, another, say that again. It's exhausting. Oh, yeah. And another um, situation that we wanted to extend our condolences to is um, Shanquella Robinson. Um, I'm happy to see that more details are starting to come out about her case because, you know, initially they just tried to say that she died from alcohol poisoning. There's a video of her being beaten up by two of her so-called friends. That's another reason why you got to be careful who you call your friends. That video Set in, set on my spirit, Lauren, and just I wanted to go through the damn phone. Like I was so angry. I don't know none of these people, but I want everybody charged, and like they did with with Mac B, with the Mac Bays. The guy who videotaped, they charged his ass too. The whoever the guy who was videotaping that should be charged. The girls that was involved, they should all be charged. It is, and then they made the whole clickbait like it was a trans woman. It, it was a whole man. They are distracting from what really happened. But when I saw the father's video, the breakdown of him, him his daughter as a dad who has daughters, I went right there to the pain where he was at. Like, oh my God, I could only imagine. And I don't want to imagine that. It was it was disheartening, Lauren. And, and these were so, so-called friends. And supposedly from what I read somewhere, she paid for all of them to come. What kind of rage and jealousy and hate and bitterness is that? I I couldn't even tell you, but that's why you got to be careful about who you call your friends. You got to be more careful about who you travel internationally with. Mm-mm. You can't trust everybody. And honestly, I just can't imagine the fact of going on a trip, feeling like you're comfortable to have a good time and you get jumped while intoxicated and ultimately beaten to death. I, I can't imagine I can't so, imagine that at all. I think TMZ reported that when the doctor showed up, she wasn't dead when the doctor Right. They I saw that too. Three hours and she died. That is just suffrage and pain. And I, I, Lauren, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm at a, every time you think you can't hear anything that will shock you more, you always hear something that shocks you more. You just got to be careful who you hang around and who you keep in your space. Everybody ain't your friend and more people are jealous of you than you realize. I will definitely say that. Yeah. So I really hope that everybody involved is charged and put behind bars. And I hope that they continue to investigate the situation and actually um, the truth prevails. And those that did this harm to this girl are just locked up. And I hope they're put in a foreign prison because foreign prisons ain't like American prisons. I hope they ain't one of them dirty, dark, dungeon, deep, dog written, rent rodent and fe- Look at me. I'm just, oh, just grimy. <laughs> the worst of, yes, the worst of the worst. Absolutely. Because it was, so. 
it, it, it was just disheartening to think that y'all went all the way over there to do something like this to somebody who y'all considered a friend and y'all what kind of drugs was y'all on? I, I'm, I'm starting to think that everybody that was involved was on some, some kind of drug or something. I don't even know if it's drugs. I'm telling t- jealousy is a hell of a drug. Let me just say that. So I don't know what the circumstances were, but that's just a lot of rage and hate and jealousy to be in your spirit to do that to somebody. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. It is. So. It is. Woo! It that hurt and that hurt and then we and then it's us. It was all. It was us. And when I say us, I'm talking about black folks. It was us. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it to us. So. And I do want to say a big shout out to Kyrie Irving. He donated $65,000 to her GoFundMe to make. So it, it really, he helped her family like significantly, you know, despite all of the craziness, you know, and ridiculousness, I will say that he has going on unnecessarily. Once again, he's showing the fact that he's a humanitarian at the end of the day. So special shout out to him for helping out that family and donating yeah. so much money. I love, I love that about Kyrie Irving. I hate the rap that he got and I love that he has stood in his conviction and cut the cords because cutting them cords will set you free. It might also free you from some jobs and don't I know that firsthand, but cutting the cords will make you feel good about you. And I mean, and, and if we're going to talk about him a little bit more, um, I was so happy to see all of his black Hebrew brethren outside of Barclays Center supporting him in the ice cold weather of New York City on his return to um, his first Nets game uh, since his suspension. So I love to see that he's getting support too, because he deserves it. So anyway, if if we could just get rid of this great divide and be together as one, we could be such a strong group of people, but good God, they bank on us being separate away from each other. And, and uh, what is it? discombobulated with this color black and that color black and this kind of black and that kind of black. And oh my God, Jesus, mm-hmm. I'm a black American. I was telling Aaron that I am. An American. And, and you know, Aaron sent me a video. Aaron is our producer. Y'all who we going to make a part of the show. Cause he's exceptionally intelligent, but he sent me a video about how that we should cancel Thanksgiving. And I just was explaining to him as a black American that was born in the United States. Culturally, that's what we were taught. The stuff that we know, we were raised up on that. So that is what we know traditionally. There's nobody around from the 16, 1700s to tell us what we were before they brought us over here in chains or how we, you know, what we would do. And I know there are some authorities on it, but they not they weren't around then. Hopefully they got it right. But that's what we know. And I, I, I'm not going to discredit that it might be right or wrong. But it, as born in America, raised in America and raised with those Fourth of July and Thanksgiving and that's what we know because that that's the Americans that we are. If that, if that makes well, well, for, um, for me, I'm gonna just say I ain't celebrated Fourth of July. Like maybe when I was younger, like I think your parents want you to get into like the festive things around it. But I would say probably by the time I turned like 13, like my mom was like, "Okay, that was cute when you was like little, but we're not doing that no more." Same thing. My mom told me Santa Claus wasn't real when I was five. You know what I mean? So my mom was that ball buster, for lack of a better word. Like, and she gave us the truth. You know what I mean? And even with Thanksgiving, we never celebrated Thanksgiving. We just got a really good meal. But she always explained the fact of how what really happened, because, you know, my ancestors are Native American. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she explained how the fact that this wasn't a feast, that it was, you know, rape pillage and that these white folks brought you know disease and killed us killed you know your ancestors at the end of the day 
but tried to act like it was a festive celebration and that's not what it was. So I think that's when we kind of go back to like when we talk about, you know, your griots and things like that, because you need people to kind of tell you what your past and history is. So my mom was kind of that for me and my dad always just kind of co-signed it and kind of gave me more of the raw and cut version of what my mom was saying anyway. So they were very honest with me, I think, at a young age. And that's part of the reason why, you know, my mouth is a little more curt these days anyway. But she explained that to me, you know, so she always basically debunked what I might have learned in school or the Western European version of sequence of events. Well, Valerie, my mama didn't tell me that Santa wasn't real. But my stepdaddy dressed up as Santa when I was seven years old. And I caught him and my mama in the kitchen in the living room. And they... Oh, no. They wasn't rapping presents. Santa was still in his. Oh, he was no. getting busy. I say that Santa ain't the same Santa that be bringing me gifts. <laughs> Listen, Valerie was trying to make sure you got some good gifts. You better go back and thank her. She was trying to make sure y'all had good gifts. She went the extra mile with Girl, Santa. I, think I started like, oh, Santa Claus is doing it to my mom. <laughs> this is laughing, Larry, ladies and gentlemen. Laugh with us. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what do you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play the 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to americans and yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates young voters who are angry the campaign moment podcast from the washington post gives you what matters I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. So in the in the current news, Lauren Hogan, yesterday, apparently, allegedly, Mr. August Alcina said he found love that he wasn't even expecting or looking for. And he invited his new love to come and sit with him on the on the on the stage. And his new love was a guy. Oh, okay. That's what I said, Lauren. Everybody up in arms about it. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm he she we I like what I like. Maybe he trying something else. Love is love. And if, you know, that's where you found love. Because I think he's been through a lot of trauma in his life. So wherever he finds love, peace and blessings to him. That's for sure. He's been through a lot in his life. So if he found love in a man, we are happy for you, August. Be happy, be merry, be joyful. Be fruitful and multiply. All all, all of that. All of that. You damn sure might not be able to multiply. (laughs) Um... But I want to switch back to the the topic of injustice a little bit. So yesterday, um, Todd and his wife, Julie Chrisley, were sentenced. Well, Todd was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Julie was sentenced to seven for whatever part they played in their bank and wire fraud scheme. Um, I think that the sentence is a bit excessive. And I find it interesting that that's what they got. But um, what do you think? Well, I think that, well, so allegedly the story is the reason they got caught was because Todd Christie, supposed that his business partner and him and him had some kind of gay love affair on the low. That is what the tabloids are reporting. And something went south and the boyfriend was a scorned um, partner and told the dirt. Now, I hope the wife wasn't involved in it. She was just part of it. But she's doing seven years in a women's penitentiary. But she damn sure pretty straight. Ty Chrisley is suspect always. He might, Chrisley knows best, but Chrisley about to know penis. Because, baby, they sent him to a men's penitentiary. Oh, <laughs> 12 years. He might not be 12 years a slave, but he might be 12 years a maid. Good God, they're going to have their way with you, Ty Chrisley. Well, I think he's going to a federal prison, so I'm hoping, still get you know, it's a prison. little more. And to me, I thought he was reckless with some of the things that they posted that he was supposedly doing, like flying to L.A. every two weeks just to get a haircut. And so, you know, on on somebody else's money, some things you almost look like you don't want to get caught, but you're asking to be caught because you're just doing ridiculous shit. Right. But I mean, like, we don't know the real truth because I know that their defense was whoever this the person was, their ex-business partner had a lot of shady dealings and um, it wasn't their fault. That's what they were saying. So I don't know what the actual story is. I'm just more so uh, sad for their kids, one, and also, two for that beautiful grandbaby that they have that they've been raising because what's going to happen to her now? You know what I mean? So, and I, th- I just think it's interesting because he's, I think between the two of them, they've been real advocates for the black community yeah. considering that they had their daughter because they were getting a lot of backlash and hate speech from other people for having, you know, a black granddaughter. And he was supporting her. I saw his interview that he did with Tamron Hall and was talking about how he doesn't allow that for for people to come for his, you know, his granddaughter. So it's just interesting that, you know, despite 
their transgressions, you know, it's still, it wasn't enough. All the good that they've done wasn't enough to either give them a low sentence or, you know, keep them out of jail. Altogether. This government picks and chooses who they want to arrest for tax evasion because they to jail for all those years for tax evasion. Donald Trump has been caught red-handed without paying taxes. Y'all ain't did nothing, but y'all he's still in jail. Y'all sent Martha Stewart to jail. She came out and became more of a, a mogul. It is, it is woo, sketchy to say the least. Because how long did Martha Stewart go to jail? Martha Stewart was in there for like maybe three months, four months, something like that. And I guess that's maybe what I was expecting for them to to get 12 years, like that's a lot. That's I a wonder, lot. does it depend on how they like you or not? Or how you, you know? Well, that's what I'm saying is like they're being outspoken, you know, about, you know, supporting the black community and all of that. Did that work in, against them? And I like that show. I really did like Chrissy Knows Best. I did too. Mm-hmm. I still watch it. Shoot, Nanny Faye was my favorite character. She was either drunk, wanted to get drunk, or, you know, she was talking about her little sexual innuendo. Grandma was trying to get her, her, grandma trying to get her freak on. She surely was. She was calling herself a prostitute but couldn't say the words right. I love Nanny Faye. So I'm just sad that, you know, their family's been affected by this because I hope it doesn't affect their other assets and then the kids can't support themselves. Like, there's there's always a ripple effect. Everybody's you know? going to have to get a job. Everybody's going to be working at chick. They yeah. look like Chick Fil A workers. All the people they look like blonde. All the people who work at Chick Fil A look blonde and white. <laughs> that is so racist. <laughs> I love Chick Fil A for the record. I still eat there. This, they got the best waffle fries, and they have high. the best chicken sandwiches. So when people be telling some, oh, they don't mess with the gays. I ain't never been to not one Chick Fil A, and the person who comes to the register is as gay as Peter Pan and some ice skates and some wings. Good God. Listen, people say that all the time. You know that the CEO doesn't support uh, the, the gay people, uh, the gay community. And I go, I go to the Chick Fil A's that are standalones that certain people own. So that that that's my excuse. I love Chick Fil A, but um, saying all that to say prayers to their family. I hope that um, you know they're able to rebuild after this. Like you said, it might be a Martha Stewart situation when they come out. They're even more famous than before. But um, I'm so sorry that their families are being torn apart right before the holidays. It's just so sad. They said they're going to get their time, Lauren, and you're going to let them. Yes, they did. They said they are going to get their time. Yeah. So it's just so unfortunate. Uh, Twitter, Lauren. Let's officially switch to politics. Twitter, Lauren Hogan. So uh, Elon Musk, who has a quiet Twitter, has allowed Marjorie Taylor Greene. Donald Trump and Kanye West all to be come back on Twitter. Now, Donald Trump said he wasn't coming back on unless he gets some kind of big players. Now, you know, that's a script anyway. But Marjorie Taylor Greene is on and on a rampage and talking about what she is looking for freedom of speech and woo, 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 woo. It's just, you know what? And Kanye West said he was running for president. Uh, uh, don't run for president, player. Run for an institution. A little help. <laughs> First and foremost, I think Twitter as a whole is interesting now. Um, I think Elon Musk has ruined it. Um, you know, they had a great resignation at the top of this week. A lot of people just resigned because they just didn't appreciate, you know, the new rules and regulations that he was putting in place. And his response to it is, we're still trending. 
because Twitter ended up being a trending topic of all these employees resigning. And he made it seem like it was this great thing because they were just a trending topic. So, and in addition to that, the the N-word has been, um, the usage of it on the platform was up 500%. So everybody that wanted to say it before and couldn't because Jack Dorsey was CEO is now exercising their right to be racist on full display and in public. So, yeah, it is. Ooh, ooh, Lawrence. I don't know. I, 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 I was only on Twitter for one reason and one reason only. But a lot for the porn. porn and a lot of <laughs> now uh, because of all the different rules. Right with the porn, they taking a point to some other site because the rules have changed. But I saw that Elon Musk. They said supposedly lost a hundred billion dollars this year because of his Tesla sales. His stock has went down or something because of uh, uh, too many extra. Yeah, he his um, former employees um, basically developed a lawsuit against him. He was in court last week about it, too. I don't know what the if there was any official ruling or movement on the case, but he's got quite a few lawsuits against him from former employees. So, yeah. Jesus, Lauren Hogan. What we what us going to do, Lauren? What us going to do, Lauren Hogan? Child, I don't know. I'm at this point. I just feel like it's safe for me just to stay in my house. That's all I'm starting to feel with all of the hatred and the violence and just the angst and anxiety that's out in the world. I want to be in my own space with my own energy. You work for a pretty big organization that's involved with a lot of LGBT issues. Have you noticed anything anything different in the office workplace when you go into the office? Because I know you work from home a lot, but when you go into the office, have you is the temperament different? Have you have you noticed anything different? I think everybody's anxiety is a little heightened. Um, I personally don't like going into the office because it, it brings my anxiety up. It feels like um, a lot of people are just kind of at me, but that's kind of like my own thing. But at times like this, especially like it's always just somber, like people are just sad, you know, on the brink of another shooting happening, you know, against the LGBTQ community because a lot of people in my office are from that community, you know? So it's sadness, you know, it's very melancholy. Like you can feel the mood shift and change. Um, so it's just hard. Like the, I was in the office today and the mood was just, it was off. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, so, my fear of what happened in Colorado Springs at Club Q, um, Colorado, Colorado Springs, Colorado, is that the domino effect, the copycat effect. So once person saw that, I was like, oh, now I'm going to do it. I have so many sisters, gay trans men and trans women sisters that work in gay clubs doing drag shows or bartenders or what have you. They don't go into work on high alert thinking that's going to happen. But now the fear might be that this is what's going to happen. So they might lose their job because they're afraid to go to work. That is how Nancy Pelosi, I believe they scared Nancy Pelosi because they tried to kill this woman, which is why she stepped down as Speaker of the House. I think the fear, they, they instill fear in you by doing something crazy and then it works. Well, not just that, you know, they're also being attacked from a political standpoint because, you know, some congressmen were trying to get drag shows banned. You know what I mean? I know we talked about that. I think earlier in the season, but the topic is like come back around, especially since the Republicans have officially taken over the house again. So is to basically to have a certain, you know, community like, you know, black folks, we've been under attack since the the founding of America, but, you know, to be continually targeted, not only by the crazy people, but then incited said hate that you have in your heart is incited on a political scale too. 
It's almost like, what do you expect to happen? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you got these politicians giving these crazy people carte blanche to go and, you know, mess with these people in these, you know, communities. It's not just black folks. It's not just, you know, LGBTQ community. We saw what happened with Donald Trump and blaming Asians for the um, for COVID and coronavirus. Now, mind you, all of these other communities, you know, get reparations a lot faster than black people do. But it's just like, what do you expect to happen? And then when we ask you guys to create gun laws and gun reform, y'all don't want to do it. So it's almost so what other message are you sending to these crazy people other than go do that? You know what I mean? Like, it's not rocket science, you know, but common sense ain't common, I guess, to some people. But what do you, what else do y'all expect? I, but but so. uh, back to and and still on that topic, going. I just love the fact that sometimes people don't know what they want until you show it to them. I love that the the gates the gay kids in that club, Trent directly, they stood up, they fought back. It it shows courage. It shows we're tired of your of your BS. We're exhausted with the foolishness that you're doing. And more of us as a people, not just gay people, but black people, brown people. We're going to have to stand up and fight back. That is the only thing that's going to... And when they, when the guy who... The father who talked about that he took the gun from him and he just started wailing on them. These are his words. He said, I just started wailing on them. And I told the queen to come and stomp him in the head. Yes, he's ex-military. So I'm good. I'm sure that training helped. But the, he went into daddy mode. I would have went into daddy mode. I met your father. He would have went into daddy mode. Somebody has hurt my door. And I love that. That overprotective spirit should take over in everybody, but everybody doesn't possess that. Ted, uh, uh, what's his name? Ted Cruz. Ooh. Well, I think the other thing too is when you're in those situations, and I don't begrudge anybody, you know, that maybe didn't act, but you automatically have that fight or flight, you know, response. And until you're in that situation, you don't know how your body's going to react. But it's just unfortunate that. So much trauma is being endured and experienced in so many people. It's it's just, it's so unfortunate, you know? And that's why we continue to see actual, you know, cases of mental health. I'm not talking about the people that are shooting up places. That's not mental health disorder. That's hatred. That's racism. But all of this trauma that we're experiencing in this yeah. country, especially because most people, most kids these days are dying by gun violence. That's a number way that kids in this country are dying that type of trauma to be experiencing no wonder we have mental health issues you know what i mean so i think we all need couches they just need to put couches out everywhere everybody lay on the couch and let somebody talk on the loudspeaker and get us all some therapy yeah seriously (laughs) i encourage everybody to go to therapy it's nice to talk to somebody who's unbiased about your situation but then again everybody can't afford to go to therapy so what do you do? You borrow yeah. money from uh, Donald Trump and Todd and Chrisley and, and, and the wife because they ain't paying taxes. They got some money loan. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Idiots laugh and learn. <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're about to enter 2023. Um, it kind of feels like these last two years have been a blur for me. Um, but, you know, we can only be optimistic, I guess, and try to be, you know, optimistic about moving forward because the way that every day is turning out, yeah, it's not, um, it's starting to become a little unpalatable, I would say, so. 
Oh, so before we go on, I have to tell you that I'm under the I'm I'm on I'm on the slab again on YouTube because earlier today T.S. Madison, my girl, was on with a panel, and they were supposed to be talking mm-hmm. about the Shanquella Robinson story. So I'm just sitting on listening. I didn't make no comment. I'm just listening. And Maddie invited mm-hmm. me on, so I went on, and the, the conversation went left immediately. It was her, Hope, Giselle, some other people. And there was a trans man, but I wasn't aware that it was a trans man because when I came into the, I was just listening. I didn't, he hadn't spoken. So I said, hello, ladies. I didn't say gentlemen. And I wasn't being disrespectful because I didn't realize that. And so he made a statement saying that he thought that all black cisgender people were against LGBT community. And I was like, no. What? I said, that's not true. And so it was so far fetched that I just removed myself from the conversation. Well, how old are you? He said, I'm 36. I said, well, my, in the words of my grandmother, keep living because you haven't experienced enough. And so I just removed myself out of the conversation because I don't I don't do ridiculousness. I'm not for the bullshit. So they mad at me. They said I was rude and I didn't give him a chance to explain. But he did explain. He said what he said. And I said, well, I don't I don't agree with that. And, and from my perspective, I kept saying from my perspective and from my experience, had it not been for the heterosexual community, me and my children could have changed our name to Oscar and lived in the garbage cans like they did on Sesame Street because y'all didn't work y'all don't work me. Y'all don't work with me or nothing like that. And it just went left. So I got off. So they were saying I was being rude because I got I just know my mouth and I knew where I was gonna go and I'm on vacation. I had had me a lovely and I already knew I was ready to slice and cut and doc- doctor up and put it in a box. So I removed myself so they thought it was rude. So they tanned me up on YouTube on YouTube. But I'm I'm gonna go back to the comment that was made. See, because if let's do this in the reverse. So let's say that you came on and there let's say they were all, you know, heterosexual, cisgendered in this space. And if you came on and somebody said, I feel like all black people from the LGBTQ community have an issue with, you know cisgender people or basically said that comment in the reverse the lgbtq community would be in an uproar so i just feel like some there there has to be accountability here like to make a statement like that is offensive to us yeah it is because that's not factual that's not true now maybe that's your been your experience and that's fine but you should say in my experience whenever i interact with x y and z this is what i've gotten that's one thing but to make a blatant offensive statement like that, that's not cool. And you have a lot of friends that are a part of that demographic that he's talking about. So you took offense to it and acted accordingly. There can't be a double standard. It has to, it, it can't. And, I, not and cool. I say it, and I say it on the live that when I, at most young gay boys before they found, before they became trans or whatever they decided to become, even before they found their gayism, their their best friend was a biological girl. That was the person they felt the safest with. That is the person they hung out with. That is the person they first told their entire truths. Like if me and you were young kids together and you said, Flame, I like David. Or Marcus, I like David. And I said, Oh Lauren, guess what? I got a secret. I like David too. I was a, that was enough. You were enough for me. I shared me with you. But then I got comfortable with who I was and discovered my transism or my gayism or whatever I become. Then I became better than you. That was my issue. No, I'm not better than you. We are still friends and yeah. we, hopefully we can be on the same level playing field. But that is the problem. Girl, they was mad that I said that. Y'all know I don't give a fuck. Let me just say this publicly. Y'all can kiss my dick and 
Because that's my opinion, and that's what I see. I'm, a, a woman is the blueprint. And I'm going to say this again, like I said it on my post the other day. Please make this make sense to me. How can you be proud to scream that you're a woman, but shame to say you're trans, but keep fighting for trans rights? That don't make sense to me. That just don't fucking make sense to me. If I'm going to be fighting as a trans woman, then this, it's enough for me to say that I am a trans woman. Not that I'm yeah. a woman, but I don't no, want to be referred to as trans, but I'm fighting for trans rights. Somebody fucked up and it ain't me. I'm high, but I ain't fucked up. I need it right now. Yeah. And I get it. I wish, my wish would be in situations where we have more um, similarities and differences, we would approach each other from different communities with an open mind rather than being so defensive. I get like, if we want to be defensive as black folks around white people, whether regardless of gender or sexuality, I get automatically being on defense. Cool. But like if I'm a black female, heterosexual, biological, black female, and I'm coming to the table talking to a black trans woman, I would expect you to see the similarities in our situation rather than you automatically being yeah. on defense with me. Because that's not the energy that I want. We both have trauma. We both have vast experiences that have affected who we are today. So rather, let's connect on our possible shared lived experiences rather than seeing as we're from different communities, if that makes sense, from a gender perspective. I hate the level of, they want to make a level of competition. I hate that that there's always, how are we in competition? Here's my perspective on the situation. And this is just me. If I am a female impersonator or a trans woman, I'm learning and I'm experienced being feminine and being a woman from A, watching a woman. She may not be black. She may be white or another color, but it's still a damn woman. Girl, they don't want to give no, they don't want to give that. So that's why we always have issues. And again, Lauren, like you say, it's not the message. It's me. They damn sure don't like me. Yeah. But like I said, you're the anomaly. And what I don't appreciate, I know we talked about this last week with Teslin is the fact that you're from a different era than from the Hope Giselles and others. I think you and Maddie probably agree on more things than not, but you're from a different era. And I think the, you know, the trans community from this era sometimes discredit your lived experience to validate what's going on currently. And I don't agree with that. You know what I mean? You can't say like, oh, this terminology is a, is wrong or you can't say this, you can't say that. That's what you said during your time period, whether, you know, I'm not going to say those words because I know it can be deemed offensive. But some of the things that you do say, those were terms of endearment for you amongst your trans yeah. sisters of that time. Some of the things that you did, that was what you guys did in your time. It's different now. Yes, we evolve and change, but don't discredit people's lived past experiences to validate whatever agenda you have now, that's not cool. If we don't come together, we need to come together and respect everybody's pasts. So, Girl, I'm moving to New Zealand. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, thank you so much for this episode this week, ladies and gentlemen. It is it is Thanksgiving week. I'm sorry to say Halloween. I hope that wherever <laughs> you're traveling to, that you're safe. Where your man, get with your family, your loved ones, your friends. Enjoy yourself. We don't know what's going to happen next Thanksgiving. So let's enjoy this one. If you celebrate it or not, if you do whatever you do, just be safe. Keep your head on swivel in the words of T.T. Jan. And what's our motto here, Lauren Hogan? 
Here at Laugh and Learn, we do have a saying that we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're simply trying to get you to use your mind. My mind is a terrible thing to waste, and some of y'all is wasting my damn time. A, B, (laughs) we love you guys here at Laugh and Learn. Thank you guys for supporting us and being here with us. And you can follow my partner, Lauren Hogan, at Lauren Armani H on Instagram and Lauren Hogan on YouTube. Um, Mm -hmm. Not on Well, you can follow Flame. <laughs> you can follow Flame at Monroe Flame on Instagram, Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on um, Facebook, Flame Monroe on YouTube, and Flame Monroe One Two Five on TikTok. And as y'all can hear, as Flame smacks, she just popped a gummy. So you know we got to get off in a second. Because I just so. popped one and a half. Because I'm on vacation in Seattle and I'm about to have me a good time. You can catch me in New Orleans, <laughs> December the 10th at the Convention Center for. The Queen and King pageant. I'm your official host. I'll be there. And thank you guys so much. We appreciate you as always. Thank you, Aaron. We miss you, Big Kendall. I talked to you yesterday. And we will see you guys on Laugh and Learn here next week. Please listen to us and download us on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or Amazon, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast. So you can hear my voice. <laughs> and Lori. And Lori. That's Lori, not Lori. The president calls her Lori. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Well, thank you. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. (laughs) Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio Music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. 
We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.